Are you a bride chilla or groom chilla? Spend 30 minutes with Bride Chilla podcast host Alicia and you will be. So let's get planning. It's Thursday, which means Rich is cooking sausages. Yay! Well, it's actually Tuesday when I'm recording this and uh, very conveniently, Rich is now preparing dinner in our studio space. Not to give (laughs) anything away. Could you make any more noise? Not to give anything away, but uh, we record the Bride Chiller podcast at uh, Maddock HQ. That is our home base. And uh, so you might hear a couple of grating noises. Let's see if we can hear that. I think we can hear that and other things. But that's life and I'm encouraged by rich cooking dinner so we can eat dinner at a reasonable hour and go to bed. What a, We're eating sausages. And sweet potato fries. This is... What? Maybe some normal potato fries as well. Right, and normal potato fries as well. Promises won't just be cooking. This is the Bride Chiller Podcast Q&A Thursday where I answer your questions. I'm assuming my husband will also chime in at appropriate moments tonight because he is chained to the oven. I want to say a very big special thank you to uh, the lovely Katie from Canada who left an iTunes review just this day, she says, Alicia is charming, witty, and extremely informative, not to mention hilarious too. She's changed my wedding planning nightmare into something I'm actually starting to enjoy. Thank you, Alicia, capitals. She's given me five stars. Thank you so much, Katie from Canada. I can't tell you how much we appreciate. I appreciate that. It is a great way to share the love and hopefully some bride chiller who's never heard of this little shindig clicks on that and says yeah all right I'll download thanks Katie from Canada I also wanted to just take a quick moment to congratulate the lovely bride chiller Dylan who recently got hitched and she sent me some uh, just gorgeous photographs of her eating chicken wings in her wedding dress and some also very formal I mean formal as in proper wedding photos as well uh, of her and her beautiful husband and her crew it was very delightful. She said, Hey, Alicia, I made it through my wedding and I'm now a new Bride Chiller graduate. Thank you so much for featuring my thank you VM a couple of weeks ago before my wedding. I wanted to share my most chill photos so far. It's me eating chicken wings just before our reception during our private dinner. Very messy and risky in retrospect. It was the best weekend ever and I felt like I enjoyed every minute thanks to all the Bride Chiller training. I was so happy to see that and also just to uh, share that little moment because I feel like my baby childs have come home when I see that, you know, you've had a great day and it's really nice to to have that feedback and see pictures of chicken wings. Hi, Alicia. My name's Elena and I'm from Orlando, Florida. I actually found your podcast by accident. I'm a fashion and portrait photographer in the area and I wanted to start doing some weddings. And instead of just learning about wedding photography, I wanted to learn more about the brides and what they want from their photographer. So I just went into iTunes and was looking at a wedding photography um, podcast and you popped right up. And then I got engaged about three weeks later and you were the the first thing I thought to do. So now I'm only three weeks in. I've almost already finished the entire podcast I listen to it every time I'm in the car. So thank you so much for 
um, helping me start out this process. So we have um, set the date for March 18th. So we have about a year and a half to save and plan. Um, just reaching out today because, of course, you're awesome. But because of my um, wedding photography business getting started up and then planning my own wedding, I already feel like I'm suffocating my fiance a little bit with the <laughs> wedding talk. But I have a couple questions. I do have a family um, with two sets of parents. My parents are divorced. So I have decided to have my dad as well as my stepdad walking down the aisle. However, my older brother was um, with me throughout the process of the divorce, and we're very close. So I wonder if you had any idea on how to showcase him in um, a subtle but classy way and kind of make him feel special. Also, like I said, we have a year and a half um, of planning, so I'm a little worried that I'm going to do all of this work and make my wedding personalized and um, different, and then in a year and a half, things I've chosen will be on trend, and it'll be cookie cutter, and all my work will be for nothing. So I don't know if you have any ideas about that, or if I should just say hell with it, who cares? Do what I want. Uh, now that I've rambled on and on, I just wanted to thank you so much for being a wonderful resource and directing me to a whole network of amazing people and blogs. I really feel like everyone has the best intentions and I just can't wait to keep listening, keep planning. Thanks again. And of course, happy days. Elena, what a gorgeous message and congratulations firstly on your engagement and also for finding the podcast prior to you getting hitched. I am going to, I've stalked you. There's no doubt about it. Let's just be honest. And I found your website and uh, it's elenacoxphotography.com. And I'm going to link to you in the show notes today because you need a, you know, I'm saying you need a promo, like I'm some sort of God's gift to promo, but it would be great to be able to share your beautiful talents and photography as well. And perhaps bride chillers in Florida might actually go, well, this chick sounds awesome. Let's hook up. Let's do some uh, business. So, Elena, <laughs> silly answers already. Listen to me. God, she's already one drink in. Oh, I'm really not. Uh, it, look, here's the first answer you asked about trying to uh, include your brother in a way that's uh, thoughtful and special. I think it's really nice that you are thinking from that angle and great that you're sharing the walking down the aisle situation with your dad and stepdad. That's really nice and uh, I think quite touching to be including both both men in your life like that. I do think with your brother, there are opportunities throughout the whole wedding. And you know, I'm just going to reiterate again how underutilized an MC or a host is in the US. And I just, it just really rang true when we were overseas recently at Belinda's wedding in Hawaii and all these people, and I'm not shitting you, I'm serious, people coming up going, I don't understand Americans saying this, why we don't invite family and friends to host weddings and why we just get some rando DJ called Darren or Steve to host our wedding when they really don't know us. Now, I'm not saying that your brother, I mean, I don't know your brother personally, but, you know, one thing is if he's really, you know, a, a bit of a loudmouth or perhaps a confident bloke or someone that you feel could do this sort of job and you'd be willing to, 
get him to step up and do it. That might be an opportunity. Also, there's lots of chances within the wedding service itself or ceremony. I don't know if you're getting hitched in a church, even if you're, you are getting hitched in a church. There might be a chance for your brother to uh, be acknowledged in that way um, by the minister, celebrant, register, registrant, etc., 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 that there might be some sort of stand-up. I mean, they're not going to clap him in the... Well, they might. Maybe that's something that's silly. You can't do that. But I think there might be some sort of special acknowledgement within the wedding service for loved ones, close loved ones. Or in the reception situation, perhaps you can do a special shout-out. Sing him a song. This is not helpful at all. Rich, have you got any suggestions? Yeah, I think you're going to have to come closer to the microphone. This is a very unprofessional podcast situation. Back in the fridge? Not the ones we're cooking, the other ones that are extra. People don't care about this. Look, so Elena, she's she's asking about good jobs, or not even jobs, things that she could be giving her brother to do at mm. the wedding. What other things can you think of, husband? Uh, ring bearer, a speech, usher. They all sound a bit boring. Mm. Dancer. <laughs> Maybe if he has a special dancing talent, that's silly as well. Can't call it boring, though. No, that is true. The We'll keep thinking on that one. The second part of your question, Elena, was... Cookie cutter. Don't want to be cookie cutter. That is true. And it's interesting. I know we've talked over the years, and we can say that now. We can, yes. Yeah, it has been many, many years. <laughs> of producing... The Bride Chiller podcast is this sort of aversion I have to... Aversion? Is that the right word? Yeah. To trends. Uh, but the one thing I want to say is if you find something you really like... Just go for it. Yeah. Fuck it. Really. If it's something you want to include in your wedding, then I would say I'd put the trend blinkers on in the next 18 months and just fucking go for it. If you like bell bottoms, put them on. Yeah. I would say, I mean, that's probably not a great example of, you know i'm not that good with trends no no but i do think you know it's it's very important that you just uh, i want to say follow your heart that's wrong that you just buy the stuff you want to buy and you know screw it mm. Mm. i do think also that it's good to leave a couple of things uh, there's a there's a question i'm going to share uh in the coming episodes i was just reading it about feeling stressed that they weren't stressed enough because they were so efficient <laughs> they're so unstressed that they're stressed yeah and that she'd made all the decisions and we will talk about this in a later episode because i don't want to spoil it too much but i do like the idea that you know you get the big decisions done and then maybe leave some of the detailed stuff to six months down the track and that will avoid that feeling of panic that you are going to be doing something that's suddenly become trendy. And 80% of life is just turning up anyway. Oh, you said it. I Go and did. turn the sausages on and we'll have you back here because I've got a special couple question coming up. All right. See ya. He genuinely is doing... What's the... Sh no, don't care. Don't, I was just going to say what the sausages are. No one gives a shit. Got a hint of chilli. Hint of chilli. There it is. So, look... It's delightful that we have you on board and you are you are enjoying the show and I'm stoked that you are bringing your experience as a photographer as well into the fold and I'm sure that will be helpful in planning your own wedding and also getting involved in the wedding biz 
as as it is, it's great to have someone. I think a photographer that's coming from an outside world as well is always great to hear their perspective because you've probably experienced lots of different things than people have just done wedding photography. Hi, Alicia. My name's Anna. I'm calling from sunny Manchester in the north. And um, what I wanted to ask you about was. I'm a person who's very, not shy, but I hate standing up in front of people and speaking. I hate people looking at me and commenting on how I look. And that's what my wedding day is going to be about. So I wondered if you had any advice of things that we could change so I wouldn't necessarily feel like people are always looking at me or talking to me or about me. Um... I don't know if that's really possible. Um, one thing that I'm really worried about is walking down the aisle and having everyone turn around and face me. I was at a wedding recently and I felt like that's what happened. It was really quiet. The music they had playing wasn't very loud and I just felt like people needed to make some noise or something because it was just this beautiful bride, walking up the bride, everyone turning around to look at her. Um, awkwardly, it felt awkward. Uh, and I think that would make me feel very uncomfortable. Um, I like the idea of walking down the aisle with my husband-to-be, um, but my dad is really excited and keen to walk me down himself, uh, so I don't know if I can really do that. Um, yeah, just... Any advice you have about those kind of things would be really great. Um, And thank you so much for doing this podcast. It has saved my life. Happy days. Ahoy, Anna, in sunny Manchester. Oh, boy. I reckon it's really sunny there at the moment. Uh, Look, thank you so much for your... Gorgeous voice message. I loved all the streetscape. I, you know, when people, I love all the moments that people decide to leave me a message, and I just felt like we were amongst it. Then we were among it, amongst it in Manchester. I've been to Manchester. Yeah, no, we've been there together. Yeah, loved it. Our friend Simon lives there, so uh, I felt like we were there in the streetscape, in the hustle and bustle. And I love your accent. Love the accent. Love a northern accent. Oh, I can't do it though, so I'm not going to offend. <laughs> All of those people. Now, look, interesting question, and I think thank you very much for asking it because I would be very uh, surprised if we didn't have this is a double negative I've just done just to really confuse everyone. I think a lot of people listening feel very similar to you, Anna. It's quite a confronting thing if you are not used to attention, and even if you are used to attention, this is a different sort of attention. I know we, uh, well, I certainly felt a bit odd about being the centre of everything. And I know Belle uh, from a few weeks ago felt felt the same. So I, I think it's quite common. Yeah, I know Belinda had said, and we'll hear from her, this is my cousin Belinda, if you were new to the show. We've just been at her wedding and you'll be hearing lots more about it, no doubt, in the future. But I remember her sort of saying that this was the least, her least favourite moment in her mind. And I'm sure actually afterwards, I think she did it really well and she was beautiful and she just glided down that aisle but I remember her saying beforehand she wasn't really super stoked with the idea of Mm. being the center of attention and she was sort of more uh, concerned that everyone was going to have a really good day which of course we did but you know I think I've said to you on many of occasions that even though 
I like performing and I like being out there. Obviously, I'm a professional big mouth. I talk to you guys twice a week and gals. But when it came to our wedding, I was really nervous about uh, letting that part of us out there. Mm, yes, yeah, and I... Uh... You know, we we both gave speeches, but it was a bit odd to sort of, uh, even though it was our wedding, mm. it was odd to be the centre of everything. You just sort of want people to have a good time and not necessarily focus so much on you. But I think, I think they're going to. Yeah, but also you can style the day and plan the day around how you want it to be. And I think, Anna, the fact that your dad's really keen to walk you down the aisle, I think that's really nice. And you know what? Once the moment happens, if you are worried about it not being music's not loud enough or there's not enough energy, then I think that's in your hands to pick a really jaunty, exciting piece of music. You don't have to pick something traditional. If you like bloody, I don't know, think of fuck, pick a band, mate. Oh, no shit. Beatles. The Beatles. The be- sorry for deafening everyone. The Beatles. Maybe there's some sort of really good upbeat, fun song that will. Not necessarily a... Who, who did we have? White Knights or something? Uh, no, we didn't. We had Ben Folds. I will play a little piece of the music now. <laughs> Which I will edit in because I've forgotten the Are you name. sure it was Ben Folds? Yep. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, <laughs> so, what was White Nights for? That was our walking out of the thing. I was walking out, was it? Great. Yep. Good. Solid. Lock that in. Yep. yep. This is Alicia interrupting us from the future. This is after we recorded this, and I realised we didn't acknowledge what the songs were, and I think I should. So I walked down the aisle to a song called Songs of Love, which was sung sang by Ben Folds. Uh, he did not write that song. It's a beautiful song, and actually the version I've edited in isn't the version we used, but it's close enough. And the other song that I was just singing to is a beautiful song uh, called White Nights. By Oland. I'm laughing because I'm just about to forget the song. Oland is a oh, an amazing songstress from Denmark and she's one of my favourites. It's the most upbeat, cute little song and I love it. Okay, back to us dicking around. Or the Bright Chiller podcast. So there you go. They're the piece of music we had. But they were fun and different and silly and, and not necessarily... Because we just didn't want... We were really... Um, concerned, probably too dramatic in saying concerned, but we just didn't want it to be solemn or too schmushy. Yeah, yeah. We're not schmushy people. No. So you, can, you can choose to de-schmush that part of the wedding. Yeah. And also, to be honest, I feel like once it all kicks off, Anna, you will enjoy the attention in a, in a way that is probably unique to that day. And everyone is there for you. That is true. So Give them what they want. Yeah, milk it. But also, <laughs> just ease into it. I'd say have a couple of sips of champs before you walk down the aisle. Backstage, Don't, don't yeah. get pissed. But no just, shots. Don't shots. No, don't no go, tequila slammers. Don't do that. Well, unless you can really hold your booze. But I'd say don't do that. I'd say just ease into it. Enjoy the moment. Let it shine. 
you're a bride chiller rock the shit out of that and you just think about my voice and Rich's voice as you walk down the aisle I know you probably got other things Not to think of my voice. <laughs> I, mean, I had to include you because I felt bad because you were standing right next fine. to me yeah but be a bit weird yeah, just think of my voice. Yeah, just Vir- her voice, not mine. Don't focus on what just Stop her voice. Stop talking. Virtual bridesmaid. Just Alicia's voice. Stop talking. Just all Alicia, just not me. Is there, is there some all sausages or something voice. to go into? You know what? Rich didn't want to formulate, not didn't want to, but he was cooking dinner and has chosen to swoop in, but now he's just leaning down to the desk. Yeah, because you keep sort of dragging me in. Oh, bullshit. You want to be here. I've got to look at the sausages. Oh. Quick break. And we'll be back with Rich, and we might even sit him down properly. Bride Chiller Thursday, Q&A. All right. Um, look, wanted to say a big sorry to Bride Chiller Kate, who left an amazing voice message, uh, which was all about her engagement party falling the weekend prior to the presidential elections. If you don't know what I'm talking about, it was a big experience and event and you must be living under some sort of rock. But look, she was basically asking a question about, is it possible to ask people not to speak about politics at her event? Which I thought was actually a very funny uh, question. And Can we play the voicemail? Would you like to play it? Well, it's just funny when she says, uh, assholes. Yeah, okay, I'll play a little bit of the voice message. Hold the line. Hi, Alicia, this is Kate from North Carolina. I just recently started listening to you in July when I got engaged to my wonderful fiance. Uh, we got engaged at the beach and had lots of family around and it was really magical and, and beautiful. So I was so happy to find a podcast that was uh, sort of against the grain and not a stupid, cheesy, traditional wedding podcast. I just had to play that beginning bit because it was great. And uh, I like that you say we're not super cheesy and we are against the grain because that's basically the entire modus operandi. Is that a real thing? Modus operandi? Modus? Oh, fuck. That's the main theme of this podcast. Right, now to the key bit where she's talking about possibly creating a sign for her engagement party to tell people not to talk about politics. Um, Not saying that I'm inviting a bunch of assholes or anything, but... You know, I've been guilty of it myself. So I just kind of wanted to nip it in the bud and was trying to figure out a way to do that. So what do you think about putting out a sign that says, you know, let's keep the politics at the door or some shit like that? I don't really know how to word it. I want to be clever about it because I don't want it to seem like it's that big of a deal. But just like have fun, relax, don't be an asshole kind of thing um would love to know your thoughts on that and thought it was just sort of uh the right time to ask this question since it is coming up and so thank you so much i would love to hear what you think happy days kate i would like to know how the party went did you put up those signs were there fights because oh my word that was unexpected yeah it was an unexpected result and i actually think playing this now just thinking about what's coming up in so we are currently if you're listening to this this week it is the first second week of december we've got another i don't know four weeks until i don't want to say his name 
Mr. Trump is going to be the leader of the free world. And, uh, you know, I feel like this discussion is not over. It is not over. I would like uh, Kate to leave another message of how the party went because I think in four years' time, other people will be having engagement parties and they will need to know how to handle these things. But just actually, I will say in our current climate, we obviously have experienced two... We've just happened to be in places where we've experienced huge political upheavals. We were here during the Brexit. We live in London uh, and we were obviously here during the Brexit. Not obviously, we were here during Brexit. And that was a very unexpected turn of events. Mm, Indeed. And people, you know, lost their shit. Uh, rightfully so. Unexpected. Not what they were thinking. Mr. Trump getting in, also unexpected. Unexpected. <laughs> didn't, didn't really see that one coming. And actually, we were at our lovely friend Alicia and Kirk's wedding in the south of France, and that was a couple of days after Brexit. That's true, yeah. And this is a great... Actually, we have never talked about this. We were very surprised that um, some of the people at the wedding were pro and some were very against Brexit and the discussions that we overheard were pretty full on. Maybe it's a hot tip not to have a wedding just after or before a big election. Sure, but you can't, I mean, fuck that. I mean, seriously. (laughs) I feel like you can't just plan your life or, I mean, I agree. It's like saying don't plan your wedding on the Super Bowl if you know half of your people are going to be interest in the Super Bowl or the cricket finals in Australia or whatever other yeah whatever other event is important seemingly other than your wedding which is also a bit silly but you've got to acknowledge it's hard you can't really shut that shit down people are going to talk about stuff whether you like it or not but I agree they should be they should be polite enough not to be talking about politics and stuff at your party rather than just acknowledging it's your party just have fun bloody just have fun with it while you're here, dear husband, before you chuff off, as we'd say in Australia, there's something you don't hear very often. Rightfully so. <laughs> chuff off's fun. Yeah, okay. Uh, here's another thing I heard on a podcast. Sorry to just take a bit of a dive here. If you are a keen podcast listener uh, and you don't listen to This American Life, what are you doing? What are you doing? God, it's good. This week's episode of This American Life, um, I'm going to find the title of it so you can look it up because it's fucking great, um, featured a story by an Australian journalist slash ethicist. Ethicist? Yep. Great. Yep, look at my big words. The episode was called, um, it's episode number 571, The Heart Wants What It Wants, and uh, it's very, very good. Um, but basically, there were some Australians featured in it. And one of the phrases that they used, and they had to explain it on the podcast, and I used this phrase at work today to see if other people didn't know it, was mm. fucking oath. Oh, fucking oath, mate. Oh, fucking oath. <laughs> <laughs> Did people at work know it? No. Fucking oath, they didn't. Really? No. So we haven't done Australianisms in a while, and I will bring it back. And I think we will do some Australianisms while we are in the uh, while we're in the homeland over the Christmas period. But fucking oath is one of those phrases that it means it's not a it's not an abusive phrase. No, it's it's like I, I really mean it. Shit, yes. Yeah. Fucking oath. Fucking oath. Really. 
and I, although the, the topic that was being covered in this amazing episode of the show was quite serious, and I really think you should listen to it because it's great. Uh, it's also, I was running home listening to this podcast and I had to stop and have a giggle at the fucking oath because it was hilarious, but also serious, but hilarious. All right. Question for us is from Kelly. She said, I wanted to thank you. Your podcast helped me um, have a very stress-free wedding. Now my husband and I have celebrating our one-week marriage today. Woohoo! Congrats. Your advice and the advice of your listeners made such a difference for me. I planned early and did all my DIY stuff. Rich is opening the oven while I'm reading this out. That's He's got to turn them over. I'm going to keep reading. Excuse the oven noises. I planned early and did my DIY stuff early and a little at a time. The week before the wedding, I literally had nothing to do. It was already done. Thank you again. I look forward to more significant other podcasts in the future. Well, good, because they're coming eventually. She says, I do have a question for you and your hubby. Everyone keeps telling my husband that, quote, marriage is the hardest and best thing they'll ever do. I'm not being naive, but I really don't understand when people say this. We've been together four years and we've lived together one year. No fights, no rough patches. It's been really perfect. He's been perfect for all four years. We've had lost... Sorry, she says, we have lost a cat recently. Oh, RIP cat, I'm sorry. We've been through job losses, rent struggles, radical complications, and though through it all, we have been happy and we have laughed a lot. Some tell us, just wait until, it, just wait, it'll come. Do you see I have to say it like that? Sounds hokey. Just wait, it will come. Can I tell people just to bugger off? What kind of person tells a happy couple, just wait, you'll be miserable like us? Anywho, I just wanted to say thank you again, and I'm still working on a blog post for you. Here's our favorite photo from the wedding, and it's a gorgeous photo. So, Kelly, I just wanted to say thank you. And, Rich, I wanted to hear your thoughts on Kelly's comments about these people casting their shitty doom and gloom over their marriage. What utter bullshit. I really feel strongly about this because we've talked about this before. People saying marriage is hard. <laughs> I would say uh, calculus is hard. Yep. Walking uh, across the desert is hard. Yeah, dealing with cancer is hard. Fuck, that would be really hard. Uh, becoming a doctor would be hard. Yep. Marriage is not hard. I feel like the idea that people... There are lots of people who are not happy in their relationships. Full stop. Mm. I'm sad. You talking about me? No. All right. I hope not. <laughs> but I feel like there are people that communicate that disharmony, lack of communication, whatever, in different ways. And you are right, Kelly. Everyone goes through ups and downs. And I, we've had ups and downs. But like Kelly has said, it's been circumstances surrounding yeah. our lives not our relationship no and I know and you know again like uh, we've been sort of saying it's not a cookie cutter we're not a cookie cutter podcast I'm happy to acknowledge not happy to acknowledge it's probably a bit rough I will acknowledge that there are people listening that will probably get divorced that's life people break up you're in relationships things happen people fall out of love 
circumstances change. But saying that, if you are happy and you are comfortable together and things are working, then I don't think it should be hard. And I don't know why people need to project that shit. No, and it doesn't mean uh, relationships don't need work. No way. They're they certainly need work. Definitely. But it's not hard. No, and that's probably it. I feel like people that think it's hard and have their... Think it's a chore or yes, a difficulty exactly. or you know, like, like a job and you go, well, that's ridiculous. No, you should just dig being together. And also, I, I'm so happy you said that, Rich, about working. And I think that's what we've talked about this a lot in Significant Other, our other podcast, on a short hiatus. <laughs> Christ, until we get some more time. Back but, in 2062. <laughs> but, you know, I think if you don't talk about stuff and you don't acknowledge your feelings and your thoughts and if things piss you off or things aren't, going the way you feel they should or there are dips and highs and lows then you can't learn for it from it and improve together we're, we're not relationship experts we're relationship experts within our own relationship ish mm. <laughs> but I, I congratulate you Kelly we congratulate you in getting hitched but also having such a fucking great forward thinking approach to it and I feel sorry for the people that have come up to you with all that doom and gloom because that's snoozers yeah who are those people well we're not going to acknowledge that you, Rich has walked away so look Kelly great to see that uh, yeah you are communicating that and I hope that we all succeed in our relationships and we all have happy times and I think this is a good message to say if there's something you need to tell your partner something you need to share do it today not in that silly voice until next Thursday's episode maybe you could co-host for real maybe yeah I'm going to get you on the weekend yeah, tie no, you to a chair. I know about that. Yeah. Sounded sexual. Didn't mean it to be. Until next week's episode of the show, if you have a question, please send a, send a raven or visit thebrightchiller.com. That is our web headquarters where you can personally leave a message or send us an email, buy merchandise, and, of course, find the links to both apps. Get cooking. Koala. Koala. And if you have a question about Westworld, send it in. Oh, fuck. We love that show so much. <sighs> love you, Westworld. Anyway, as we say on the show, see you later. Happy days. The Bride Chiller Podcast. Busting wedding planning balls. One podcast at a time. Rich and I decided to take the independent publishing route when we were producing the Bride Chiller Survival Guides and Field Guides because we wanted to bring you the best book possible that contained all of the information that we talk about every week on the podcast, like the fuck it bucket and obligation guests and wedding donors and feeling pressure. And we didn't want publishers telling us that that wasn't proper because seriously, when we were talking to publishers early on, they were saying that stuff. And fuck that shit, not happening. One even suggested I cut back on the bad language. Ah! So I suppose the message is we have produced these books independently and they are exactly what I was hoping to share with you and the sort of books I wanted to read when we were planning our wedding. They're authentic, they're bullshit free, they're funny and they look really snazzy. I'm so proud of them and I am so excited to hear what you think, my lovely bride chillers and groom chillers. Visit bridechillerstore.com to buy your copies. Happy fucking days. No swearing rubbish.